Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. Do you wish that God's voice is the loudest in your head? Are you consumed by fear, self-doubt, and have people-pleasing behaviors? These emotions, thought, and behavior are a real problem as an entrepreneur, as I have seen you shying away from your calling and how much you could earn because of the voice you are choosing to listen to the most. In today's episode, let's identify which one of the three voices is the loudest, then how you can win the battle in your head. So first, let me define the three different voices. I believe there are three voices in our head. God's voice, the voice of the world, and your voice. Do you know how to recognize them? First, the voice of the world. You may think that you want to have a six-figure business, a big house, a new car, because this is what success is, right? Well, when I go deeper with you, when we look at your values and what God's put on your heart, Your definition of success is different. You actually want a business that takes care of your family, makes an impact, and you want to be obedient to God. Also, you want to live in a smaller house, for example. Not having that big house you know will stress you out. Your first vision and dream was influenced by the voice of the world. That voice kept you striving and working so hard for something you don't actually want, but felt wrong for not having it yet. That voice is finding satisfaction in what other people think and say about you. Another way to identify the voice of the world is when you start comparing yourself because you feel you need to be or act a certain way to be accepted, love or quote-unquote successful. That voice often makes you do things you don't want to do, but you do them anyway to please people. The world voice is the one that will make you crave for validation and often leave you feel ashamed. Please remember, if you are looking at the world to find comfort or love, sorry, but there's no hope there. Only God can fill that void. The problem when you listen to the voice of the world is that you tend to fear men more than God. Now, side note, you can have a big house or a six-figure business if this is God's plan for your life, so please don't hear me wrong. Just realize that some of you want that because you thought that was what success looked like. 
I'm not saying it's wrong and I'm not saying it's right. It all depends on your heart posture and who is your master. The second voice is your voice. I found that there is two sides. There's the inner critic and the inner champion. One of my clients kept saying, I don't know how to create content. I don't know how to respond to this email. I will never get out of this situation. That's the inner critic. I call my inner critic Nasty Sally. You know the one that tells you that you're a loser. Nobody can afford your service. You'll never get anywhere. You should have done this and that. That inner critic makes you feel guilty and fearful. That voice comes from the stories you created in your mind because of your past experience and what you made it mean. That inner critic can be a real pain. But please know that it's trying to keep you safe, funnily enough. That's right, your brain primary job is to keep you safe. Your inner critic is there to keep you safe, but it can also keep you stuck if you let it. Now, please never ignore or dismiss your emotion. Instead, try to identify the story and the core belief attached to it. When you realize that most of your stories are incorrect interpretation of the past or a projection or catastrophizing You get to choose to let go of those limiting beliefs. When I coach my clients, the technique I use to work with the inner critic and the story is called the if this then that method. It's very powerful because the story and the inner critic in your head is automatic. So you need to replace it with a more empowering thought that is biblically based. Then the second aspect of your voice is the inner champion. You will recognize it because it's the voice that say, I did this, I got this, I can do this. While I want you to learn to trust your ability to do what you say you will do, and I help you do that by creating fun money habit, you need to be careful that you don't fall into self-reliance or pride. Those are pattern and behavior of the world. When you start to copy the word, your inner champion voice can be quick to boast and dismiss God. Here's a simple example. Let's say you got an amazing launch and when you talked with other people, you didn't acknowledge nor thanks God for your accomplishment. So you and I need to do our part, but always remember he is in control of all things. If you are where you are, it's because he gave you the ability to do it and he is in control of the outcome also. So you and I are not good enough and we are nothing without Christ. We all fall short of God's glory and that is why God sent his only son to save us from our sinful nature. Now though, I want you to please be confident in the fact that you can do all things through Christ. That's the inner champion voice I want you to remember because God gives you the strength, the power and the desire to do it. It's not about us nor because of us, but it's all because of Jesus in us. The third voice is the voice of God. God's voice is the Holy Spirit in you. That voice is incredible 
and you will always recognize it. God's voice makes you feel loved, at peace. That voice helps you understand God's character. It reveals things about God that will totally blow your mind. That voice helps you see joy in the midst of chaos. That voice encourages you to keep going, to look up, to not worry but praise and thanks God for all things. That voice talks about the new way of living, the new hope, the new you in Christ. That voice is a true blessing and that voice is the truth you can stand firm on. God's voice will guide you and help you be more like Christ. I want you to hear that voice loud and clear each and every day. And I'm sure you do too. So how do we do that? How can we let the voice of God be the loudest in our mind? I know as Christians, we would love that to be the case. But often, it's not. Hence why we need to create a habit of taking our thought captive and also understand who we are in Christ. This leads me to the second point of this episode. If you want to amplify God's voice in your head, you need to understand your true identity in Christ. When I got saved, I did not fully understand my identity. I was thought that there were two wolves in me, a black one and a white one. The one you fed the most become the stronger. Of course, the black one was the bad version of me and then the white one was the good version of me. Have you heard of that analogy too? So I used to feel so condemned when I did not act the right way or when I did not have my quiet time in the morning or when I got mad at my husband. That inner conflict made me feel so scared. I felt that God could not love someone like me because the black wolf seems to be winning all the time. But if you are thinking that way too, I've learned that I got it all wrong. I was focusing on my own action, my own religious performance. There's no two wolves in me when I accept Christ. And it's the same for you. When you say yes to Christ, your old self is gone. You are not the mistake of the past. You are not all the limiting belief your voice is shouting at you. You are not what the world is labeling you. You are a new creation. Grab your Bible and let's read Ephesians 4 from 17 to 24. This is Paul talking. With the Lord's authority, I say this. Live no longer as the Gentile do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their mind and hardened their heart against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that is not what you'll learn about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thought and attitude. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. That's the word of God. 
Here God is saying that when you believe in him and in his son, you can let his spirit renew your thought and attitude. You gotta put on the new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. How amazing is that? You are a new creation in Christ. There is nothing more you got to do. You already are. Do you understand what this means? If you don't, please go back to that passage and meditate and journal on verse 23 and 24. You are loved. You are the daughter of the king. Do you realize how amazing that is? The pastor last weekend shared the following story and it was so good that I want to share it with you today too. Over the weekend, you may have seen on TV the coronation of the King of Britain, Charles Tree. Some people receive invitation to go and celebrate with the new king. Did you receive an invitation? I didn't. The people invited were celebrities or quote-unquote special people in the world view. And I gotta say, sorry for you and I, but it seems that we are not special enough for that new king because we haven't been invited. But you know what? You know the king above every king. You know Jesus. And for him, you are special. And you are invited to be with him by his throne. Now, that's life-changing news, right? Let's take the Bible again and read Ephesians 4, 4 to 7. And it says, But God is so rich in mercy and he loves us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the death. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as example of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. That was the word of the Lord. Wow, isn't it? You are special. Don't let the voice of the world nor your voice and limiting belief limit you from doing what God wants you to do for his glory. Lean in, listen to his voice. For me to amplify his voice in my life, I like to read the Bible, not because I have to, this is something I used to think, but because I want to. I want to know more about a God who cares and loves me so much when I don't deserve it. I love to pray because I want to talk to him and see his hand at work in my life and in my family lives and my friends' lives. I want to worship him because he deserves all the glory and so much more. If you don't know who you are in Christ, please take some time this week to learn more about it. I help my clients with this because it's so important if you want to win the battle in your mind. 
So if you're honest today, which voice do you feel you are listening to the most? Is it the voice of the world? Is it your voice between the inner critic and the inner champion? Or is it the voice of God? Lean on him and stand firm in who you are in him. Put on that new nature. It's not about your performance. It's not about anything. You already are that person in Christ. So I hope that today's episode bless you. And I cannot wait to hear more about your transformation. More about what you felt listening to today's episode. So if you want to continue the conversation, make sure you send me a DM at Christian Money Mindset. And I would love to hear from you. You have a fabulous day. You take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.